much have you got now? Enough to just go straight in with it, bro. Full steam ahead. So I don't need your permission anymore. You don't need... I mean, you have my permission, but you don't need it formally. Hit it. For the benefit of the tape, that'd be my Let's try again. For the benefit of the tape, Jim and I will come in to take a session. to entertain the world just double it up there um for the benefit of the tape session 81 the podcast that takes your wife out to dinner but only purely in a plutonic way i'll be playing the character jim and virtually to my left rumor has it he once ate a hundred donuts without licking his lips Others say it was 101, but he did lick once. Whatever the truth may be, it's the Swiss mist himself. Motherfucking Aldo, yo. Aldo, women and children. No. Try now. Yeah, it's not my Anyway, it's not going to go down. Women and children's advice. Motherfucking Aldo. Yo, so yo. You, you're hitting up, you're hitting me up with a lot of delay there. Like uh, we've got a lot of delay going on. All right, I've turned it off. Uh, it wasn't on my headphones. I had it switched off. It was right, on, but it was that was what off. was making me laugh. Like um, initially when we were chatting before we sort of got into it, it was you know delay city, delay city. Yeah. So let's uh, resolve that issue early on. Resolve. Um, let's turn the ship around. Let's get the women and children to the rafts. Done, done and dusted. Yeah. Now keep it simple. What we're looking time. at this stage is the time and date. It is the 10th of Janvier, and the time is 12.15. Good, I haven't got a pad now to write it down. But, it's okay. you know, it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No notes. Don't stress. Don't stress. Don't stress. <laughs> I think there's enough evidence. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Shh. Shh. Don't tell um, yep, so not quite as a magical or as bold an intro as some previous, but um, you can't get the gold every time. That's just not how life works. Hashtag life lessons. Okay. Um, an apple Speak. a day keeps the doctor away. That's all well and good, but it's really driven a wedge between me and my good lady doctor wife. Incidentally, she only has a PhD, so it shouldn't really count as a proper doctor, in my opinion. <laughs> but technically, she is a doctor, and she has to keep away now. 
Now she started an affair with a next door neighbour who incidentally <laughs> doesn't eat apples. What the heck do you make of that? <laughs> I like it. I like that one. Good. Well done. Is that Red Bull you're drinking there? <laughs> Is that... <laughs> um, corporate sponsorship. It's actually yeah. coffee in a can. Starbucks double shot espresso. That's right. <laughs> I want, I want an espresso next. and I want it on the double. When I want it quick, it's an espresso. Serve it to me on the double. Okay. Uh, this is a little something which I like to call, I might have overheard this or I might have just made it up. Okay. So character one, what do you think of Tolstoy? Character two, what? To like infinity and beyond, Buzz Lightyear and all that nonsense. Character one, <laughs> no, that's Toy Story, you buffoon. Good, to, you're on fire today. You should keep drinking that espresso stuff. <laughs> you made me laugh twice. <laughs> well, you know, this is a comedy podcast and we do guarantee one laugh per session. It could be yours, it could be mine, or it could even be yours at home. Um, even a titter it could be a titter it could be a ripple it could be it could be a volcano of laughter but you know let's just keep it in check can i just quickly check in with you any Please. um lockdown lockdown habits lockdown habits yeah in your in your life due to as a as a direct response to being locked down okay um I like to walk. I like mm. to walk. That's a lockdown habit. I'm out of action at the moment. I've got a bit of a injury situation. Okay. IT band syndrome. Yeah. Um, I like to do yoga. Uh, but mm. again, power yoga, ashtanga, vinyasa flow. It's kind of off the menu at the moment. A little bit too strenuous for the injury. So um, gentle okay. stretches, a little bit. Yeah, more gentle stretches than full on yoga right now. Have you learned anything about life or anything about yourself because of the lockdown? As a direct I haven't learned result. anything about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. Give it some thought. Pause for thought. Um, I think what I've learned is that I need human interaction. I mean, I don't think I'm alone. I don't think I'm alone. And like, I don't know if I necessarily needed a nationwide lockdown to teach me that. Mm. I think I had an inkling that I was that way inclined anyway. Um, but also, yeah, like too much isolation and too much, um, too much isolation and too much uh, lockdown, too many lockdowns um, basically send you a little bit loopy, a little bit mad. That's what I found. How could you um, tie that into shine, the shining? Is it, all, f all fun and no play. Makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> it makes Jack a dull boy. All work no, and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Um, yeah. Over and over and over again. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Just something like writing that. the script over and over and over again. Repetition. Just, um, can we do a quick word bingo? Just while I've got the floor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I've got three mm -hmm. and they're going to end with Mr. And then you're going to say who the Mr. is. Okay. Okay. So baked 
clean, mean, Mr. Mustard. Yeah, it should be because of the mean, shouldn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. We could try again. Try again. The mean, baked, clean, mean, Mr. Muscle. No, it was Bean. Mr. Bean. Okay. <laughs> but it should have been mustard. It should have been mustard, yeah. Karate, wax, baggy, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> well done. Well done. I did that one better. Okay. Beatles benefit, fly by night, Mr. Kite. Mm. Me, the mustard in the so two out of three ain't bad. Two out yeah. of three. And um, the first one should have been me and Mr. Mustard. Yeah, should we, have been. In hindsight. Hindsight is a beautiful thing. Hindsight is 2020. And then just um, so I can switch my phone off, I've got some mixed metaphors. By all means. Just quickly run them out. <clears throat> that guy's got a microchip on his shoulder, hasn't he? Oh. Brilliant. Like it. All right, then. That's very topical as well. What with, um, you know, everyone getting microchipped at the moment with the vaccine. Mm, mm. Got a microchip on his shoulder. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because a microchip, you know. It's small. It's small. (laughs) You hardly notice it. (laughs) It's double, double entendre sort of thing, isn't it? It's a microchip on his shoulder. You almost wouldn't notice it. (laughs) He's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, you wouldn't notice it. You wouldn't Um, notice it. Also... You know, it's topical what with the vaccine at the moment. Um, yeah, and I like it. I like Good. it. I like it a lot. Good. Another one? Yeah. Beware of geeks bearing gifts. Ahaha. Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, etc. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Don't trust them. Don't trust those tech billionaires because we've all seen the social dilemma, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, well, I maybe haven't. we haven't all seen it, but if we haven't, then maybe we should. We know what it's about. <laughs> bloody idea. We get the bloody gist From the it. title. Last uh, one, quickly. I can see you, Richard. Last one, and then I'm, then I'm giving you the floor. My ears were burning their bridges. Going deaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going deaf on purpose. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll let my phone go to sleep now, and... Uh, Let's see what you've got. Wunderbar. I've got one mixed metaphor. Um, I might have done one on this theme before. It's hard to know. I mean, I'm not going to go back and listen to every podcast we've ever recorded. I'm not insane. But here's what we have. The teacher surveyed her class. She had keen eyes. The pupils couldn't get away with a goddamn thing. Some would say she had the eyes of a stork. Okay. Now... Pre-prepared question or two is next on the agenda. First things first, if you're going to be a newsreader, what name would you prefer? Would it be A, Ariel OQ, B, Terry Top Story, or C, Neil Newsman? Here with the news, we go over to our London headquarters with Ariel OQ. Here's the news, the 10 o'clock news with Terry Top Story, or here to read the 6 o'clock news, Neil Newsman. <laughs> I just like that, just like that one. Neil, Neil Newsman. Newsman. Yeah, Neil Newsman. On the nose. Yeah. Okay, um, are you aware, you aware of the game Shag, Marry and Avoid? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I've got a little option for you. 
So there'll be three names, and you just got uh, after I've read all the three names, I'd like you to categorize shag, marry, or avoid. Like, so, you know, only one per person. So you have to divvy it out. Angela Merkel, Judy Dench, and Keir Starmer. Shag, marry, or avoid? Avoid. So who, who would you like to avoid in that list? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> no, I thought you said you knew how this game works. <laughs> so you would like to avoid? I'd like to avoid this game, really. Of course, but that's not how the game works. <laughs> Can I mean, we, we avoid start, this game? We could start the other end of the spectrum. Who would you like to shag? Who was the middle one? Judy Dench. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, I love her. You're Shag Judy Dench. Um, who would you like to marry? Angela Merkel or Keir Starmer? Yeah, Merkel. Marry Merkel and avoid Keir Starmer. Just avoid, yeah. Just avoid. Thank you. Uh, more poetry, please. This one's called Excuses. I can't start yet, because the light's not right. I can't focus, you see. No, not tonight. It's not ready yet, because I got waylaid. I had things to do, and I got delayed. I can't start yet, because I'm feeling a bit off. I'm losing my voice and developing a cough. I can't start yet, because I lost my flow. My time's run out, so I have to go. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Welcome back. Um, now I've got a rival in the bank ready to go. So I see you've uh, picked up the new axe. So let's chop some wood. Who is Charles Dickens' biggest rival? The big dick himself, the big Charlie Dickenballs. Who is his biggest rival? <laughs> well, I think in Charles Dickens' day, it was, um, he didn't write books. It's a little fact for you that I think I know. Okay. They didn't really write books then. It was like installments. That was your social media, I suppose, of the time. You would um, you'd get a chapter. A he month just wrote status updates. It's kind of. Yeah. Kind he of. He just tweeted. So um, you'd have these magazines with um, like the Reader's Digest or something like that. And then that would have chapters of authors' works in it. And then later, they put all them together and created Charles Dickens' book. But perhaps... And then I'm just making this up. In his lifetime, there wasn't ever a Charles Dickens book. Really? No actual completed novel at, whilst he was alive. It was only posthumously that they were put together. put together and written into and books. And published. P possibly. Possibly that's true. There's possibly some gurner of truth in that. A kernel of truth. Uh, okay. <clears throat> 
Biggest rival? Yeah. Um, well, Harry Shakespeare comes to mind as a first one. Just because he also wrote books. I don't know about Harry Shakespeare if he wrote complete works, but he, I think his was more plays, so I'm, I'm yeah. sure he did. Yeah, his was more plays, like for performance, wasn't it? It was plays performance. for performance. I mean, they were read, but they were predominantly for performance, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I don't know if he ever wrote a novel, if a novel was it existed in his day. Yeah, I mean, so obviously Charlie Dick, he, lots of good characters. I mean, we've just had Christmas. A Christmas Carol was a big one. Uh, Great mm. Expectations. I read that. Big names there. Sorry? I read that. Oh, yeah. Great um, expectations. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh! Rimshot it. Um, yeah, I mean, he wrote about kind of like the times, didn't he? He wasn't writing like predictions. He wasn't writing sci-fi. He wasn't writing, um, you know, the great American novel, for example. I think probably I'm going to throw in um, Daniel Defoe. Daniel Defoe, the Spurs striker. I don't know. I think it's Daniel Defoe. He wrote um, Treasure Treasure Island. No, okay. maybe Treasure Island, not Treasure Island. Um, Shipwrecked Man, Robinson Crusoe. The same way you know, coming out in installments, probably around the same time. Again, anyone that's studied literature might be able to have more details on this. Help but I out. think chuck in, they chuck might, in a few comments. They might have been rivals in their day, possibly. Daniel Defoe, uh, you believe, is, is the person who wrote um, Treasure Island? Uh, Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what about people like the Bronte sisters? Um, yep. Can have them. George Orwell, Lewis Carroll. Mm. Lewis Carroll, I'll take. George Orwell, different. Too different. Too different. Yeah. Well, wasn't well, he, he was like writing about the times that he was living in, though, wasn't he? I mean, he did have some like future predictions um, of, you know, dystopian. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I mean, down and out in different... London and Paris was sort of more of a like reflection of the times he was living in and his own like personal experiences. Um, what about F. Scott Fitzgerald? Great Gatsby? Yeah. Or like <laughs> a little bit more modern, Irving yeah. Welsh. less widely read i would say do you think that irvin welsh will be like classed as a classic in the future <clears throat> no you don't <laughs> no do you Irvin welsh slammed uh jk rowling she will be yeah children's books irvin harry potter mm. are children's books <laughs> you are you listening to this adults adults hello <laughs> you hello are you listening to this adults yes they are in my in my mind they're children's books mm -hmm. is the hobbit a children's book 
Good question. Um, I haven't actually read The Hobbit. I've uh, I've seen the moving picture, the motion picture. Is it a children's film? No, I wouldn't have said it was a children's film. I mean, it's obviously like kids are attracted to it also, but there was like, you know, there's a big scary dragon in there. Mm. Do you think Star Wars is a children's film? No, I don't think so. Adult themes. <laughs> em- embargoes. <laughs> uh, uh, trade, trade, um, trade embargoes. There's, there's loads of like trade talk, isn't there? Like, um, yeah. it's kind of like, um, you know, the World Trade Organization, and it's kind of like Brexit in a way, isn't it? Like a lot of uh, those Star Wars prequels, mm. they're all talking about. Um, you know, trade deals and yeah. all that kind of stuff. That's it's all very kind of like Brexit heavy. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it was all written before Brexit was even a thing, before Brexit was even a concept. Would you like to see Trump get impeached in the last couple of days of his presidency, leave with his head bowed in shame? With that the giant impeached. Um yeah, put him through shame. Why not? I mean, at the moment he's like <laughs> Yeah, order, order. Just uh, have the final say on it. Just two idiots on a podcast. Just, uh, just <laughs> let you chirp up and uh, let it be known. Let it be known. Here's my opinion. Um, All right, I'm going um, Robinson Crusoe. Daniel William, Defoe. either William or Daniel Defoe. It's not William Defoe, is it? Daniel Defoe. I think it's Daniel Defoe. We could because fact check that. We could fact check that, and um, you know, and the dates as well. If they were writing at the same time, if they were indeed the same person, or competitors, okay. or friends. Fantastic. Well, I do thank you for your time, sir. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure. Interview terminated. Twelve thirty-four.